Hello and welcome to the Ginger Vets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast, where this week we'll be reviewing the American Express tournament that's taking place at PGA West in the Sunshine State of California. I'm sure it'll be a, a wonderful event and another low-scoring one, no doubt. So before we get into this week's preview, where again we'll be looking at the, the players at the top of the market, that mid-range section of 20 to 50 to 1, and also the complete outsiders um, of the field, um, I just wanted to have a quick recap of last week where we suffered a very near miss with Mark Leishman finishing in a tied for fourth place, two shots off the winner, Kevin Nahr. Uh, I think it's also worth pointing out that those who did tune in for the full episode might have been alerted by my comments around Chris Kirk, who was playing for his uh, PGA Tour card effectively uh, this week, and it was his last um, medical ex- 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 exemption, a uh, big word for me to get out, um, and he performed so well uh, and secured his card, which uh, I think is great news given given the troubles that he's faced over the past 18 months. Uh, and uh, if you, I'm sure if you had a look around social media, you'd be able to, to get some insight into what his life's been like. So he's come back from some major personal problems and to secure his card, I think, is a phenomenal effort uh, and, and maybe uh, help some of you get some successful DraftKings lineups and um, perhaps maybe some each way play out payouts if you were lucky enough to to land on Chris Kirk, who we pointed out um, as as a reasonable option in the in the big hundred to one plus price range. So, uh, as ever, this week we'll be looking at uh, a quick overview of the course itself and looking for uh, identifying the player profile um, and the types of skills that are going to be required to be successful at the event. And uh, and then we'll move into to the review of the market uh, and some selections. So really looking forward to, to bringing you this week's episode. And let's hope that we can we can land on a, another full each way place payout at the very least. And be great if we could get one over the line to, to get 2021 off to a flyer. So without keeping you waiting any longer, let's crack on and get into this week's episode. So this week's action, it comes to us from California and it comes in the form of a split course event. So this event will be played over two courses, the TPC Stadium course and the tournament course itself from PGA West. One will be one of the uh, rounds will be played on the PGA West course designed by Jack Nicholas, and the TPC Stadium course will be played at three occasions. So three of the four rounds will be played at the PGA um, West Stadium course, designed by Pete Dye. So I think it's really worth pointing out that uh, Pete Dye course form in the past has travelled well. So when looking at uh, this week's uh, events and doing my research ahead of it, I've paid a little more attention to those that have performed well on Pete Dye tracks in the past. I think it's fair to say that uh, though that Pete Dye uh, course form travels well to other Pete Dye courses. And um, there'll be one name that's very popular among the uh, golf betting community uh, this week, and that will be the one of Siwoo Kim. Siwoo himself uh, has a really good Pete Dye form, and he's shown a lot of consistency in his game over the past 12 months. The return to Bermuda grass as well will all point in the direction of 
Siwoo being tipped up in many a place, but he won't be for us on this podcast. Um, the, the the event itself will demand um, you to score birdies, more birdies and a few eagles on top of that. Last year's winner was successful Andrew Landry with a score of 26 under par. And I see no difference in that uh, this year. Uh, on top of the fact that I think we have a slightly better field, um, despite the fact that there's a Euro Tour event taking place with huge money on offer, uh, which has brought the likes of Justin Thomas to, to Dubai this week. I I think that this is a, a, an enhanced field over in California with the likes of Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed, and Patrick Cantley making up the top of the market. So we're definitely going to see another low-scoring affair, one of the easiest courses that uh, the players play uh, all year round, if not the easiest. I think last week's probably the easiest, and this week will be in the in, in the you know five easiest courses. That's for sure that they that they come across. So. Without doubt, we'll be looking for players to be able to go low, be in a bit of decent recent form, because that's always been a key indicator of success at this event. Um, and uh, I'm definitely going to have to uh, be getting birdie after birdie with, like I say, a few eagles on top. So as ever, I'm going to jump now into uh, you know looking at what the key skill sets are going to be for, for success at uh, this event. Um, and whether that be driving distance, so it's gained around the green, approach play, uh, we'll, we'll break that down for you and try and build you a picture of, of what the player's skills are going to be required to, to get over the line this week. And and as ever, you know, if nothing else, that should help um, make your final selections potentially uh, narrow down, you know, uh, you know, a, fi- a group of five to a group of two or whatever it is that, uh, or getting 10 down to six for your DraftKings lineups. These are the things that, uh, you know, you, that you should be paying attention to because, you know, we're putting the research in to, to bring you these insights. And, um, you know, it goes without saying that uh, every, um, track that we that we come across throughout the year has different skill sets required to be successful and this week is no different so let's get into uh into that player profile picture so this week what are the skill sets that i'm looking at what are going to be the key factors to winning this golf tournament well for me it's iron play your approach play is going to have to be bob on it's going to have to be a1 you have to be dialed in fully you're not going to be able to put from outside of 20 foot consistently and win this golf tournament. So I'm looking for a player that's in good recent iron form. Um, and I want them to show consistent iron form at Pete Dye courses. So I'm going to look into the last 50 rounds, the last 100 rounds at Pete Dye courses, those that have got that history. I want to be able to pick out players that uh, that don't show any form at Pete Dye courses. Um, also, I'm going to look closely at the green um, types because it's going to be, you know, you're going to have to put well at tournament at 26 under par. You're going to have to consistently put well. Um, and I want to see people that have shown me form with the flat stick on Bermuda grass. So that's going to be something that plays a part in my final selections. So decent iron play, recent f- overall at Pete Dye tracks, recent form with the irons. I want you to be dialed in proximity stats and approach play overall that data out there that's what I'm going to be looking at and then putting preferences I want them to show consistent form um, on the the surfaces that that we're playing on this week so you know I'm not going to get uh, too complex this week any type of player can win so in addition to that strokes gained off the tee is is something that um, 
even though distance uh, or there, I don't feel there's a real preference for distance or those that are, are accurate this week. I think all different types of players have won. I want to see someone that's in good form consistently off the tee. You know, I think, again, to win a tournament, 26 under par, just think you need to be in good nick and have your game in good order off the tee. I don't think you can battle through a tournament and win at that uh, uh, at that price. You can get close, but you can't win. So that's what I'm looking for. Iron play, recent form, peak die form overall, putting on the Bermuda grass, and then strokes gain consistency off the tee. Not going to get too complex this week. And I encourage you, if you're looking to narrow down your final selections, do pay attention to a few, if not all, of those key stats. So, you know, that's the player picture that I'm looking for. I've got a few surprises this week. I don't think it's a tournament that everyone's fully motivated for at the top of the market. So, and I'm happy to fade a few of them there. Um, and, you know, there's been first time winners here in the past. Uh, there has been John Rahm winning, um, you know, where uh, he was already a big name by that, that time in 2018. But still, um, you know, I'm re- really have got uh, a few, um, few dark horses that I'm, I'm sure they'll give you food for thought but um, they've not come about by uh, just pure luck there's a bit of research behind these selections and uh, you know we hope to find a, a big price winner uh, if we can so I think uh, we've got plenty to throw at you in that big section so stay tuned in and we'll get into the market review and help you with your uh, DraftKings lineups and your uh, your final outright selections Patrick Cantley then heads the market as short as 11 to 1 with Skybet, top price 14 to 1 with William Hill. So we've got eight players to consider in the in the top of the market section this week. Patrick Cantley, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Reed, Tony Finnell, Brooks Kepka, Sun JM, and Matty Wolf, who is top price 22 to 1, but available at 16 and 18 to 1 with lots of sports books. So in terms of the top of the market here, the players I'm most interested in is uh, Brooks Kepka um, and Matty Wolf. The ones that I'm least interested in, Sunjay Im, um, just don't think he's fully dialed in. I tipped him up actually, um, it, it, you know, recently, but just don't think he's fully dialed in. I think there's better courses suited to him throughout the year. Um, third event in a row. Yeah, I'm happy to, to leave him alone. Um, Matty Wolf, I just think he's absolutely class. And when he's been birdie fest, he he can dominate. Like, he, if anyone's going to shoot 59 this week, like, he'd probably be top three in that market. If you were to set a 59 field, um, I'm pretty sure he'd be top three in that market. Um, so, you know, in a, an event that's going to demand you going low, uh, for your DraftKings lineups, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you off Matty Wolf. Um yeah, happy to be against Scotty Scheffler, happy to be against Patrick Reed. better test for him, always happy to be against Tony Finnell, and Patrick Cantley, I'm a massive believer in his game, think he'll win uh, majors in the future, but uh, uh, I think he'll contend this week to uh, be around the top of the market, but just given that he's he's so good and so consistent with his irons off the tee, uh, dominates on peak die courses, great stats there, Um yeah, I, I'm happy to, to leave them. So there'll be no selection for me in the top of the market. But, uh, you know, in terms of DraftKings, I'd be looking at Matty Wolf, Brooke, Brooks Kepka, and uh, potentially Patrick Reed uh, of those at, uh, uh, at the top. 20 to 1 and above section. Well, the first player falls in at 25 to 1 with Abram Answer. 
Um, and then we have Russell Henley as available as big as 33 to 1 with Unibet. Russell Henley will be my first selection this week. I'm really keen on Russell Hen- uh, Henley. I think he's a, a top-class golfer. His game has been so consistent. His iron play in the last uh, in the last nine months. Uh, I believe he could win this and then contend at the Masters. There you go. There you have it. So I've got my iron in for the Masters. Um, I think he's just in great form. So I want to play in great form. Um, I want a player that will put the Bermuda grass well. He leads uh, strokes gained in par four, um, or sorry, not leads, in the top 10 over the last 50 rounds at Pete Dark Courses. He's eighth in my tracker this week for, for my bets in terms of my, you know, my overall um, weightings of everything. He comes out eighth. So I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm really, you know, really happy to, to have him. He's actually, you know, sits ninth, tenth in the betting market, but 33 to one. Uh, and 30 to 1 with eight places available. My first selection this week, and the one I'll be down into, will be Russell Henley. So, um, you know, I think if you've got your Willie Mill account, get on that 30 to 1. It'll probably be 28 to 1 come Thursday morning. Um, 33 to 1 with uh, Unibet. I'd take the extra places. I just can't see him out of the top eight given how he's playing. Um, nice event last week. Um, you know, not quite at the leaderboard, but you know, 17 under par. I think he finished. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm keen on Russell Henley this week. So uh, you know, get on now. Do not hang about. Get on Russell Henley now. I can't believe that I'm actually going to say the next uh, the next name uh, as a tip because I'm sure I wrote down somewhere. Never ever back him ever again. Um, it was after the Masters, not the one that's just gone in November, but the, the Masters prior to that. He, he has hot form coming into it. He was consistent and um, I tipped him up. Never, ever do you tip up this guy. And here I am this week. Second selection, Paul Casey. Paul Casey is going to be my second selection this week. I'm even cringing now. Uh, I've tried everything not to to land on him. I uh, tried to look at everything else I could, but I just think he's a class act in the field. I think that uh, you know when his game's on, he, you know he can breeze around here. He could shoot a, a 59. He is one of those when he gets on the birdie run. He, he's uh, phenomenal. He's first in par four scoring at Pete Dye courses. So he's first in part over the last 50 rounds. He's eighth in approach. So eighth in approach play and second in tee to green play over the last 50 rounds at Pete Dye courses. <sighs> Radical year. I just can't get off him. So I've tried everything. Second selection this week, Paul Casey. Um, he's also in this 20 to 50 to one bracket. So I do have one other selection that I want to bring you from this bracket as well. Um, other players that I think will be popular, Brian Harmon, I think will be popular this week. Um, you know, consistently um, good on, on, on courses like this. Ricky Fowler, I think he's always popular. But again, avoiding for for uh, DraftKings purposes, he'll always be overbacked. Kevin Nahr, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he put back-to-back weeks. He's He's got good form at uh, Pete Dye courses. So, Again, for you, for the sake of a DraftKings line, I'm not putting you off any of these um, for that purpose. But in terms of outright selections, just not going to make the final cut for me. Uh, and the ever popular Siwoo Kim will fall in this uh, 
in this section. So we won't be on Siwoo, as you said, but who will we be on in this section? Well, the third and final selection this week um, that makes my outright picks is Sam Burns. And the reason for that is um, his outstanding performance on uh, Bermuda grass greens. His, uh, his putting's been really consistent over a long period of time. Um, his iron plays good. He's uh, a, young, a young and hungry player and I think this event has seen people have breakthrough wins um, in in the past and, and build their career on it, even if or, or rebuild a career. So I think, you know, I'm happy to he's not a name that I think will be very popular uh, and maybe not to, to some of the listeners out there. But he's a player that I've got on side this year and uh, he's, he's actually fourth in strokes game putting over the last 50 rounds on Bermuda grass. And I think, you know, you're going to have to put well this week for me. He's, uh, he's my dark horse selection this week. You know, if you did only have two two bullets to fire, I would, you know, much prefer you to Russell Henley being the headline pick and, and main pick here. But um, Paul Casey uh, second in him. But Sam Burns is going to make my uh, outright selection. He might not make my DraftKings line because I think he'll be really popular. Um, I think he'll be extremely popular in that format this week. Now, when we move in to the section... Um, you know, when we're looking above 50 to 1 or 60 to 1, 66 to 1 and above, there are so many players that spring to mind in this section. Really keen um, for DraftKings purposes on um, on Russell Knox. He's in the top 20 on approach play, proximity from 100 to 150 um, and par 4 scoring in, um, in on Pete Dye courses over the last 50 rounds. So I think 110 to 1, if you... If you're thinking of wanting to have a dream about this week, there'll be worse ones out there. That 110 to 1, I think, is with Bet365. So I'll just check for you as we speak. Um, it is with Bet365. So, um, you know, I, I would be tempted to take the, the lesser odds um, with the eight places, the, the 100 to 1 that's available um, with, with eight places. Um, uh, in fact, there actually there's 110 to one available with Skybet, so that's where you want to be placing that bet if you're looking outright. But he's not going to be an outright selection; he's going to be forming part of my DraftKings. The same will be said for for last week's. Uh, you know, he got a mention earlier on in the podcast. Chris Kirk, he's first and third in proximity. So from 100 to 125, he's first, and from 125 to 150, he is third in proximity over the past 50 rounds. Um, He's par four scoring. I think he's 12th over the last 50 rounds. So at Pete Dye courses, he's coming in. Must be one of the best feelings that he's ever had in his life last week after what he's been through. Um, and he's in his approach game, he's dialed in. Um, so, you know, and I'm looking for that. He could just continue his momentum into this week. Excuse me. And um, easily, easily make a, a run at it again. So, um, again, I'm not going to be able to get him at 71, 70 to 1 into my outright selections, but for DraftKings purposes, I'm definitely going to have him in my lineup. Same will be said for Emiliano Grillo. Um, he can't put for Toffee. He is the worst putter. If um, you know, if, if people think Tony Finnau can't put, you want to see Emiliano Grillo. Wow. 
but he's first in a, uh, approach over the last 50 rounds on peak guy courses. He's second in the proximity from sort of 120, uh, 100 to 125 and 16th in 120 to one to 150 range. He's also 16th in strokes gained off the tee. So like the way he plays these courses, he's going to be a popular selection. So if you're looking again for someone who's, um, you know, big price winner, 60 to one, he's available with. But again, won't make my outright selections, but worth a mention. The one that, um, you know, could become a bet later in the week, um, but it could be a win only purposes and placed on the exchanges. He's Dot Redman. He's I'm, he's a field pick, but I just got a feeling he's going to break. You know, he's going to break through when he's when he's on song. He's a birdie machine, a ball striking machine. Um, it's a matter of time before he does win. He's not played for a while, so coming in rusty um, into this event isn't what I'm looking for in my player profile. And I think I alluded to that earlier in in the podcast. I, I want someone in recent form and things. So, but his price might just be too big to ignore from a win perspective, but he'll definitely be forming part of my DraftKings lineup. He's a birdie machine. One that will be popular this week, Cam Davis with people, um, you know, but he won't be for me. I just don't think that he's putting up to winning a tournament where you have to be 26 under par. So again, in that big price range, He's, that those players um, worthy for DraftKings selections, but just not quite good enough to get in to that final, final uh, outright pick selections. So, you know, decided to ignore the top of the market this week in terms of outrights, really concentrated on that middle of the market section with eight places available. And if I could uh, recommend one and one only bet from mine, it would be Russell Henley, without doubt. I'm keen on him. I've told you he's going to win this and he's going to win the Masters. No, he's probably not going to win the Masters, but he's going to contend. I don't know. I've got a funny feeling about this. So, look, he's my number one selection this week. And uh, I'm, I'd be, uh, you know, recommending you take that 33 to 1 that's available in places and the 30 to 1. I'm thinking it'll be 28 to 1 across the board when the um, when when the off is on, on Thursday. Second is, um, is, is Paul Casey. As I said, Paul Casey, I think, will, uh, you know, could could outperform his price this week and ride a cup year. Um, yeah, really like him. A bit of field picking there. Like I say, um, I, I do everything to get off him all the time. But I just, uh, yeah, statistically, he's just coming up in everything I look at this week. And uh, and then Sam Burns again. Um, just think that he's uh, he's ready to 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 up his profile within the game. Uh, and he's putting stats are really good on this surface. And and I want that in 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 one of my selections this this week. Somebody who's outstanding in that area. So. There you have it, my three selections for the week. As ever, if you um, you know if you like the podcast, it would be great if you can give it a rating on iTunes. If you can um, give it a like on Twitter, and um, that would be great. Repost those types of things, always grateful. And if you can be bothered, please leave some comments in the in the Twitter section. Um, things you might like to hear in the podcast, more about statistics, more about. Um, uh, value side of the bet so maybe you know if I'm speaking too much about the DraftKings side of it or, or just my outright picks you know uh, would it be better to to look at you know the value from you know from a pure mathematical perspective um, you know any uh, anything that you'd like to hear more of then please do hear feedback uh, open to the listening so hope you've enjoyed uh, this week's uh, episode and uh, 
those that wanted to cheer on Alex Noren, you've got no chance. He will not win this week. Absolutely zero chance. Not in good enough, Nick. And if you've got one bullet to fire, get on Russell Henley. So that's it for me this week. And uh, I look forward to, to bringing you uh, next week's podcast. There will be no uh, mid, mid-selections this week at the halfway stage. So uh, it will just be on to next, next week's podcast. For those of you that are interested, uh, my, my number one pick on the uh, PGA Tour, uh, sorry, on the Euro Tour um, event this week taking place um, over in uh, Dubai there is is without doubt Justin Thomas. I think he could lead them an absolute merry dance. So seven to one, get on. Um, uh, um, 13 to two, I think in, in the majority of places, get on. He will lead them a merry dance, could win by about seven. There you go. Over and out. Do a double. Russell Henley, Justin Thomas, the American Dream Team. That's your double for the week. Take care and speak next week. Bye now.